What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. You can do the whole like us against the world bit. That's what but, I like, tried. It's such a lonely place. Absolutely. Because you're going to like, if you decide to like leave all of these people behind, like that sucks. And yeah. in my opinion, like I would never want to be with someone that I can't share like all the parts of my life with. Yeah. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. Welcome back. Okay, so I have thoughts on The Bachelorette, first off. Okay. Um, We're just going to jump right into that, okay? So, like, I've been lying to all of you. I have not really been keeping up with The Bachelorette. I've just been watching, like, YouTube recaps recently, Um, just, like, playing along like I've been watching. Mm -hmm. I feel cheated and lied to on (laughs) so many levels. I'm such a great actress, aren't I? (laughs) Yes, that's so annoying. I'm so annoyed. It's fine. Continue. Go for it. Did you actually oh watch it? Yes. Did you actually watch it? This okay. Week, yeah. I, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I usually like. I usually do not watch like the first three or so episodes because they're so boring. There's so many people that I'm just like not going to remember. Like they're going to be gone. Like, shortly. Wait till it gets down to the like smaller groups. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And like there's actually like there's like real drama going on. Something like that. That's usually when I wait. But um. <laughs> we got a whole new bachelorette halfway through the season so it's like completely different this time and everything but this week i watched it and i have some thoughts um i have a new front runner uh it is ben okay i like ben you like ben yeah <laughs> i'm trying to put a name with the face yeah, say, he's the nice one but like that doesn't really narrow it down um is he the one that like asked for more time after she already sat down to give out the yes, rose. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He's he's real sweet. I still like Brendan. I totally called him Brandon last week. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, Brendan. Um, Bennett couldn't smell limousine. I just want to also talk about that. Bennett is the funniest person <laughs> on the show. My favorite part was when they were talking about Chasen. And well, also, I what kind of know- fucking name is Chasen? What it's kind like of they, fucking name like they is wanted Jason? To name him, it's like they wanted to name him Jason, but then they thought that was too, too like basic. So they were like, oh, Jason. Jason. <laughs> Jason the girl's going to be chasing Jason. Like, I don't like his face. I, I straight up I don't like his face. His face bothers me. Also, what's the dude's name? His, Ed? Ed that got the oh, man child? Ed with the baby. <laughs> Carrying like the Ed baby too. around the whole I like, night. I like Ed too. I... I First off, when I don't even remember what Bennett said, but when Bennett was sitting on the couch and he cracked the joke and then he was like dying laughing at himself, I was like, <laughs> this is the kind of energy that I need in my life always. He is so funny. I didn't like how Chasen like like stood over Ed. Oh, how he was like, it's a- towering <laughs> him. Ed was like, your little sh- medium shirt. And Chasen was like, it's a lark. <laughs> I was like, 
was so mean. I was like, I cannot believe he called him chicken legs. I literally thought I was watching like Schmidt and Nick Miller. That is literally, that is it. Dude, Ed is so funny. Oh my God. He gives me Nick Miller vibes. Honestly, though, I was so glad she kept both Ed and Jason because I was like, this needs to continue. Like, we need some drama. <laughs> like, we need something, something to look forward to. What do you think about Noah shaving his mustache? He looks so different. Yeah, I I thought it was a weird request for yeah. her to, like, do. I, 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 am, I am a proponent of facial hair. Yeah. Sans facial hair, people look weird. Um, they look like children. Um, and well, he looked his age, like he's one of the younger ones. Oh, wait, so when, whenever, uh, I want to say like 25, 26, oh, I, could be, oh, okay. I could be off, but he is one of the younger ones on the show. Gotcha. So whenever that happened, he definitely looked his age, but I just thought that was an interesting request. I'm just ready for, um, Jojo to finally make her appearance. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know when the episode is going to be when she finally comes on because Chris Harrison has to like go away to like take his son or daughter or whomever his child to uh college and my girl jojo comes on and i just need to see her but i was thinking about this the other day and i'm wondering what are they going to do for the hometowns do you think because they're not really like going anywhere like i'm sick and tired of yeah. the fucking la quinta inn honestly like this day when they were in like the the grown-ass man challenge i was like this looks like a like a school trailer like they're in like i'm confused <laughs> like we were just in like a school <laughs> i'm confused as to where this is at the fucking la quinta <laughs> like, probably you know how like hotels have like work rooms or like Com- Places where like things. business people, yeah, like where yeah, it could have been nicer. It still looked like a school trailer. Um, it still looked like. The I classroom. guess they were trying to make it look like a classroom because they did not all those, a look, like, not a look, not a look. The lighting was terrible. wasn't doing anybody favors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bennett also, definitely killed that. Uh, the breakfast in bed though, but I was like, why'd you keep wearing the robe, dude? <laughs> Honestly, like it's a whole. He's it's just a mood. such a hoot. I hope he makes it really far because he just is really funny. Who, who do you um, see as the front runner right now? Like, who do you see? For, like, she's like Brendan Ben. Oh, what is that guy's name? He's so nice. I think I think the front runners are going to be Brendan Ben Spencer Ivan. But like, but I also feel like I haven't met a lot of them. Like, yeah, I'm know? like looking at all these photos. I'm like, who the fuck? Like, some of these guys these aren't guys? here. Some of these guys aren't here anymore. Like, or maybe is- they are. Yeah, because like Tyler's not there anymore. Zach is. Oh, I really like Zach. Zach C. I don't re- don't recall who that man is. He's the he's the one. Um, he's the one that was sitting on the couch with her. He's like a little bit older. Here's the thing. Here is the thing. The and the Bachelor Bachelor is notorious for these. Half these men all look the fucking same. This is why I wait until we're so many episodes in because I'm like, I, I don't need, know. I need it to narrow down to like 10. Like Noah without his stash. I don't know who the fuck that is anymore. I ain't going to be able to recognize him. He's going to look everybody else's stash. It's what set him apart. I need, forever, wear, I need people to wear name tags. name tags. <laughs> you, you will never forget Ed and I'll never forget Yosef. You'll never forget Bennett. All the days of my life, I will never forget Yosef. <laughs> yeah, so... I don't know. It's it's definitely going to be interesting. Hometowns, I think, are going to be like some kind of like Zoom meet and greet. Eh, FaceTime. Eh. It's not going to be the same. 
Mm. Or maybe they just won't do them at all, period. But I feel like they're going to want to do something. What's the fantasy suite date going to be? Go to the penthouse? <laughs> Got the fucking La Quinta? Stay in El Presidente. God. <laughs> or sweet. It's so stupid. I, I hate this. Like, I hate it. Like, I would just be like, imagine, like, coming on, signing up pre-COVID, and, like, you're thinking you're going to go to all these destinations. <laughs> I know. I know. What a bummer. Like, mm, I'm like... I'm going to go to Aspen, Georgia, and then or not Aspen, Georgia. <laughs> I was like, Aspen, Georgia? Is that what? <laughs> Aspen, Colorado. Wait, is this guy still on here? Where the fuck has he been? Because he is gorgeous. Oh, wait. Actually, to be honest, I don't know. But now I feel stupid that there's a Brandon and a Brendan, and I was totally talking about Brendan this whole time. So okay, so there is a Brandon. I am looking at the men because honestly, I, names escape me, and I have to see their faces. Um, is Brandon from Cleveland, Ohio? Is he still on the show? Because honestly, he looks like a fine ass piece of prime rib that I'm trying to, to take out to eat myself. Um, I don't know. I don't know, but he's not who I was talking about last week. I was talking about <laughs> Brendan. Brendan okay. is so sweet. I could just like gobble him up. He's okay. so sweet. Well, I but. promise from here on out, I will get better about um, watching the show because I know that it's a pillar of our show. And yeah, I'm ready for us to get like down into the nitty gritty with these men because this whole like, I also don't like how. There's not always a rose ceremony. Like, I wish they could, no, like, the speed, it, speed it up has, a little bit. The structure has been hideous. Is it different? Because it's I different. felt like I there was... Know. I feel like it's all over the place because they started out with a group date and then rose ceremony mid-episode. And I was just like, mm, what is this? Yeah, it's really confusing me. So I, there I wasn't need them a one to get on one back on a plan. There wasn't exactly. A, I was like, I need a, you're supposed to have a group date and a one-on-one date and a rose ceremony in every episode. Why is That's it all That's what I was place? thinking. I was like, the, I need some structure. So ABC needs to get together because they need to figure it out. They need to catch back up and make it normal again. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's and that's on that. Now that we have had our executive talk with ABC executives, there we go. (laughs) Please hear us and listen to us. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Love you. Yes. Mm -hmm. So how's your week? How has your week been? uh, Besides all of that, I cannot believe that when this episode goes up, it'll be the week of Thanksgiving. Um, It feels like I'm still in March 2020. Um, I am slowly dying. Um, I am at my end. (laughs) I am actually exhausted. I think I'm to the point where I'm so tired that I'm delirious. Mm -hmm. I think I've been running on like five, six hours of sleep a night, which if you know me, like I need eight and I'm not getting eight. And so I'm like a walking zombie. What's it like to get that much sleep? I I, think, I don't know what I don't know the last time I got six hours of sleep. Yeah, I'm tall know her. Yeah, I can't I can't seem to catch up on sleep and I can't seem to sleep in. So therefore oh. it's just this cycle of always getting not enough sleep. I have no problem sleeping in. That's a thing. I want to. Um I pay a hundred dollars a month to go to Pure Bar. And every day I'm like, thank God they had the four hour cancellation period because if they didn't, I would cancel like every morning at 7 a.m. Cancel. Not going. Sorry. (laughs) But Because I just I know I cannot do this anymore. I'm at my wits end. This has been like the busiest 
I <laughs> this is this week, the previous week, every week so far has been a busy week. It's that time of year for us. I mean, it's not usually like this with me. Uh, I'm just, you know, making a short film um, and killing myself over it. And I have, it started off like a really rough week. Like we had problems going in with um, the film, had multiple panic attacks. That was fun. But <laughs> uh, we're now at the end of the week and I have had great things happen. I uh, was I've made it to the quarter finalist round of the final draft big break screenwriting competition. For those of you that are not in the film industry and have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, there are screenwriting competitions, and that is one way you can make it into the film industry as a screenwriter. Um, it's not just something that you can apply to, like LinkedIn. Like you have to have an agent um, or manager to get staffed on a television show, especially, uh, or to like have a producer recognize your movie uh, without an agent. Uh, a great way to do that is by applying to screenwriting competitions because then you win money. And then you get introduced to agents and managers who will then maybe want to sign you. Um, even if you don't win, uh, agents and managers could still see your name and want to meet with you. And so uh, Final Draft is the screenwriting software that every screenwriter uses to write their script. And they have a very large competition every single year that people can enter um thousands and thousands of people to apply and then uh when it comes to the, when picking the quarter finalists they pick the top three percent of scripts that they come across um and the judges range from people that are known in the television industry and film industry um from all aspects and mine got picked to go on to the next round so That's i mean awesome. I, del- I, I, I i deleted the email at first um <laughs> It's just like chilling in your trash. <laughs> so like apparently they announced the winners on Tuesday. Had no idea. Apparently I deleted the email. Um just nice. didn't this pay is why attention. We, we should so literally read our t- emails better. The subject was congratulations. <laughs> like spam. <laughs> was like, not I don't want I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> I saw Coverfly, which is like LinkedIn but for screenwriters. Um they like sent update your profile with your new accolade and I'm like New accolade? What the fuck did I get? What are you talking about? I said, <laughs> you, you're a quarter finalist. I was like, oh, fuck. Um, so I went and uh, found the email and was like, oh, wow. There's my name. My thesis. Sweet. Cool. I was like at work, middle of it. You, I texted you. And you're like, what does that mean? <laughs> I'm like, what does this mean? <laughs> um, so that happened. Um, I signed Epiphany on as my main producer for my film because I had been trying to self-produce and that was a disaster in and of itself. Um, so now I have her to help me out and she's a godsend when it comes to film producing. I'm just very thankful for my whole team on this film because they are so supportive and the people who I've selected as my key crew and everything. Um, and my department heads, I love them so much. They are all just, we just vibe so well. And I've been very meticulous about who I bring onto the film, not trying to like just hire anybody because they're available. Um, I really want to make sure that we get along because I just really want this set and this uh crew and cast of people to be like a really nice knit family somebody who understands me and someone who's smarter than me because um i like people who are smarter than me um when i'm hiring yes makes your job easier i think when you do that as a leader so that has been my week uh that's what you missed on glee yes my week has also been busy the beginning of the week i went to my producers and 
We worked on some things. Um, <laughs> we're having to re-record a song. I heard. I heard. <laughs> Which is fun. Um, his Mac crashed and he thought he got all the files transferred over. But so we're kind of having to redo one. The other one's like pretty much done anyway, so... We don't really have to do much there, which sucks because I feel like I did the best like lead vocal. But I also feel like this kind of gives us an opportunity to like we already kind of know where the song's going. Yeah. So um, I think it'll be fine. Uh, we did a lot of more like one on one like meeting about like release and like background things that you don't really think about that I don't really know much about. So that was super helpful. But uh, it was kind of a bummer. He was like, so I have some bad news. And some good news. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. okay. What is it? <laughs> mm. So uh, it's fine. It just kind of like pushes us back. Yeah. But um, but I will, you know, keep everyone updated. I probably, I'm going to try not to be that person that's like, new things coming soon. Because that's just annoying. And I'd rather just post about it when I know when yeah. it's going to go up. Yeah. So um, I'll give you guys little updates as they happen. But um we did that. We're trying to schedule sometime after Thanksgiving. Uh, we both kind of wanted to not be around as many people as we could right before Thanksgiving, um, just because I already come in and come in contact with enough people at work. So just trying to keep, you know, the amount yeah, of people yeah, yeah. in and out. Absolutely. Um, which which I was like one hundred percent fine with. So we're gonna try to wait till after Thanksgiving to get together, like maybe on like a Sunday where it's mm-hmm. not after work, because like. After work, my voice is so exhausted because I mm-hmm. talk all day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that that's the update there. Uh, I just feel really busy and I'm tired. So that mm-hmm. is just like, mm-hmm. I really am excited to only work two days next week and just have some time off. I think that I really, really need it because I'm like on the on the verge of burnout in a lot of areas in my life so i think i feel like so many people right now are on the verge of burnout and that's a topic that we could always probably talk about for sure too i mean trust me i i mean there's a reason like we have not posted like on instagram like all last week basically yeah we don't have any one we don't have any pictures together because we just we've been so busy i mean even trying to find like we literally send send our schedules back and forth and we're like when can we when can we yeah. record? Yeah. So and it's then like just, trying to like make sure that we're all staying safe and everything like with everything going on the holidays. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, like we're like FaceTiming right now. We're trying to trying to be good, but also too like we're both going doing our own like creative projects that are huge. So like we're having to like refocus you know, like reprioritize our time and not and be a little bit like better with it because I feel like sometimes. That's hard too. I don't to like understand. I don't prioritize. get how some of my friends who are multifaceted artists always have so much time. To, I mean, it's an illusion. Like, not everybody has all this free time and everything. Right. But, right. like, I have friends. But it's like, like what do they say? Like, they have they sacrifice things my friend that I'm Ellie. not willing to sacrifice. So, like, <laughs> my friend Ellie McKinney, she is an amazing photographer. She's based on North Carolina, but she will literally travel. Like, she's in Utah this week doing photography or wedding. She is. One I think I most, follow her on Instagram and um, her photos are amazing. She's amazing. She is a delight. She is so sweet. Uh, and she's a mom too. And she not only travels for photography for weddings, she also is starting a mentorship for her photography. She helps connect um, 
like new starting like she's like workshops that help like new upcoming photographers like expand their portfolio she'll connect models and everything like that she uploads blog posts on her photography website as well she does tiktoks i'm like bitch where the fuck do you like i need like how do you schedule all your time like earlier this week she was like filming like videos like for like her mentorship and everything she has a podcast as well and i'm like how she probably is like one of those that has like her agenda and everything is planned so far in advance and she just takes advantage of every single hour in her work day like there's probably like a beat she does not miss a beat i i guarantee you she's like one of those who's like eight to nine we do this okay nine o'clock we're done with that nine to ten we're doing this lunch for 30 minutes back on it like i guarantee you she's just like one of those so she's you know neurotypical is what you're saying no she's just type a i'm i'm neurodivergent like i have adhd so like it's physically impossible for me to be that way yeah like i'm very type a if and that's i think that's why you and i sometimes clash with like timing of of things because i'm like okay it's 9 30 like we gotta start and you're like oh but I gotta tell you about this real quick. And oh, the like, thing is, no, also, we too, gotta like, start. I've learned so much about having ADHD, like, and recently, like, I've been diagnosed since I was 14 years old, guys, like, and I'm just now, like, in my late 20s, like, learning so much about it, and, like, so people who have ADHD are, have time blindness, so, mm. meaning, like, they are not, like, people who have ADHD are not aware of how slow or how fast time moves, literally, like, or how long something would take to be, um, to do, things like that, like, Honestly, I had like, and this is something I encountered with my like film. They I had people asking me like, "How long do you think the shoots will be?" I'm like, "That is not something that I can answer. Like, you I, that has to be forwarded to my producer. I literally I cannot answer that. Like, I to what's well, something that could take like six hours? I think well, that needs to take twelve hours. Like, how could that get done in six hours? Like, yeah. So yeah. like, it's something that you have to like learn to work with and it's just i mean you ask me like all the time to like record before i go into work and i have to sit literally like, i was about back. to i was about to say like that's probably why it's hard for you to do things like before you have something scheduled yeah because it's called a waiting you're not period. quite sure yeah, yeah. like you're ang- not anxious but like you know you have to be at this thing and like not being able to get you know what i mean like you don't feel yeah, like you have I'm enough time to get a task done yeah you're like I'm almost like paralyzed yeah yeah uh, it's a, and that's the thing that's common with people who have adhd like but when you know you have to do something at like 4 p.m you spend all day up until 4 p.m just waiting to do that thing because like you just you're paralyzed by like everything else that you have to do like you can't like think about it because if you start thinking about something else you'll forget that thing at 4 p.m or something like that like it's whereas like i'm the girl that like crams in everything i possibly can before like i have to go to work like i'll get up and i'll either like go get coffee go get gas or i'll like wake up and do like an hour of of paperwork then get ready then go get coffee (laughs) then go to gas like i like i'm the type of person where like if something's scheduled at four i'm like heck yeah i have an entire day to get all of these other things done meanwhile i'm like that means i had to start getting ready at two so i probably should eat around one i means i probably can work out at 8 a.m i'll get out i'll get out of working out at like nine so then i'll take a shower and then um i can do probably 
an hour of that, but I have to start getting ready at 2 p.m. So that leaves between 10.30 and 2 for me to do whatever I want. That's how I have to break down time. It Doesn't that sound fun? It's no, terrible. But I also, I'm also like quicker at getting ready than you. Like, you know what I mean? Like I don't wash my hair, you know, every single day. So my hair is like pretty much curled. I like mm-hmm. throw on some foundation and I'm done. Like I, especially now with masks, like pfft. I don't care what I look like. <laughs> I got eyelash extensions. Like, I don't need I'm yeah, good. You have brows and eyelashes. I, I have brows, not. eyelashes, and long curly hair. Like, I really don't need to do anything. So, she's just yeah, naturally no. beautiful. It's fine, guys. It's fine. Basically, I'm just. Shut the fuck up. I can't even think of anybody. Like, that's how tired I am. Okay. Um, what's your captivation? Um, so, speaking of like beautiful people, this girl came into my work the other day, right? And like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, like you smell really good. And she's like, thanks. And we're sitting there talking and everything like that. And halfway through conversation, like I'm just so distracted. And I was just like, okay, seriously, what are you wearing? Because you smell divine. You know <laughs> what this bitch fucking like, said? She fucking what? pulled out a bottle of <laughs> Body Works lotion. <laughs> it was in the stars. So you know what I bitch ass did? Added it to my shopping cart. <laughs> Listen, don't sleep on Bath and Body Works. They're like I was expecting her to say like something like fucking like Chanel or like I don't know. I some, like I, I still have one. It's like champagne. I think it's like champagne and apple or something. It smells delicious. I'm thinking like it's gonna be like a hundred dollar bottle and of fragrance. No, the best thing about it is they're like the fragrance mist, they're like that big. Like they're big guys, and they're like cheap. Yeah, and they that's last the thing. Forever. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, so your girl about to like say fucking to her Joe Malone and like her bye replica. Joe. Bye Joe. We go into Bath and Body Works now. <laughs> Listen, don't sleep on Bath and Body Works. I freaking love that place. I like looked up what the notes were and like one was like sandalwood and lavender. I was like, that makes so much fucking sense. I that's love it. sandalwood. That's it. Yeah. So um That's it. I'm already addicted to the Bath and Body Works for their candles. So, um, and yeah. their car scents. Mm. Mm-hmm. They smell so good. I mean, just mahogany teakwood in general. We know. Yes. Or I know. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, though? Uh, American Horror Story, the 1984 season. I didn't watch it when it oh, was so on you TV. know you're a year late. That's not a show I can watch on TV. Like I was telling Emily earlier, like Bachelorette, like I can, I can do that. But like a show like American Horror Story or like Haunting at Bly Manor, like I got to watch those like back to back to back Uh to back. Like, oh, this is really good. It's super gory. It's super twisted. It's real gory. I watched the first couple episodes because it came out when I was in Austin, Texas. And I I think I watched a couple of episodes because I was with some people who are really into horror films and stuff like that. But... I don't recall it to, like, in-depth enough. Because normally, like, I like... Okay, that's a lie. I don't normally like American Horror Story. I like Coven and Apocalypse because I just like the witches. That's all I And you like about. Murder House. Did you like Murder House? The I like Murder one? House, but I think Coven's the best season, in my opinion. Oh, Coven, Apocalypse. The, I don't know. Those two are the top for me. Yeah. Um, I just fucking just loved Emma Like, Rob- this one's definitely not as good. However, it's still good. Like, yeah, it's think, still, like, I want to keep watching to know what happens. So. It reminded me too much of Scream Queens. Okay. The, which I is, can see that. I, I mean, I love Scream Queens. I loved Scream Queens. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, I but feel like, like, too I much. Was like, I was like, I feel like I've already seen this. And then I was just like, eh, I'm not in it for the gore. Uh, yeah, it's real gory. Trust like, me. That, sometimes I, mean, I'm I couldn't like, watch 
there were some episodes of Coven that I had trouble watching at first because of some of the voodoo hoodoo stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really liked how the historical aspect of it as well, too, with the, yeah. with the New Orleans and the voodoo that goes on there and um, how it accurate it kind of was to a lot of the characters who they really were in real life. So that was one reason why I loved it. And I just like supernatural stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely uh, that was probably one of the best. That one in Apoc- Apocalypse, I thought Apocalypse was so good. I love how they brought it all together and yes, like, yes, tied it back in. So, oh, and the guy who played Satan, he was fun. Oh, yeah, he was just beautiful yeah. to me. <laughs> that's it. That's all. And and yeah, that's it. So, <laughs> so yeah, those are our uh, those are our favorites this week. But uh, housekeeping, make sure to follow us on Patreon. We are going to post on there once <laughs> once we get back, once we get together after Thanksgiving. Follow us on our social medias. Mine's at Hannah Nicole Adams. I'm at Emily Elise, A-L-E-E-C-E. And then our podcast is at the Gals Guide Pod. And then, you know, follow us on TikTok. You know, sometimes Rate, I review, post. subscribe us. You sound so thrilled to promote us. I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we no, talking really, about today? Oh, man. This is a topic. This is a topic you know very well firsthand. We are talking about when is it time for you to, one, meet the friends and fam of your significant other, but also to introduce your significant other to your friends and fam. So, like, when it, when is it when is it time? Is it too soon? Like, when is appropriate? So, see, my parents have never met anybody I've ever dated. So... Didn't they meet... Then they meet our friend from high school. They met the high school ones. That doesn't count as a real relationship okay. so in not, my book. So high school doesn't. High school didn't count. <laughs> if you if you met your if you married your high school sweet sweetheart doesn't count. <laughs> well, for me it doesn't count. Like, You're not really married. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry guys, um, I hate to break it to you, but like my parents were high school sweethearts. I can't say it's shit. Pr- it's probably not going to work out. You were so. dating your high school sweetheart to so shut the fuck up. <laughs> This is very true. <laughs> Sometimes I forget that. <laughs> You're just cursing yourself over there. Have fun. And sometimes it doesn't work out, but like most of the time it does. So yeah, my parents have never met a single person that I have dated. I frankly don't tell my parents a lot of the guys that I date because let's be real. They probably won't last long. Um, And also I don't date that great of people. So they're not really anything for me to go home and brag about. Uh, trust me, they got very worried when I was doing the doctor because they were like, oh my God, like she's going to get her heart broken. Like she's falling for him really quickly. And Aww. I was like, fair enough. Like I completely understand. So ever since then, we're like, you know what? We're just not going to worry about it. And like we dated for like six months and like they were like, when are we going to meet him? I'm like, hey, you are not meeting him until I am his girlfriend because I am technically still single. That, 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 that is the biggest thing in my book is I mean, like, that's my biggest rule yeah like no guy's going to meet my parents until uh, i'm their girlfriend although the actor has met my mom before he met me okay well then he was so, so like, you, you would still have to do the introduction so my, yeah 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 i mean so for those of you that don't know my mother owns a boutique and uh before the actor and i were friends before we technically ever met when he was dating his ex-girlfriend they went into that store and apparently that's when he met my mom and <laughs> i was like solid cool love that um 
yeah the rebound dude that i did it like the, re- the guy i had a rebound with after the doctor mm-hmm. is the only guy i had a thing for in my later years um <laughs> later in life <laughs> who knew my parents and later that was a big years. mistake that was a huge mistake because they're like why doesn't he like want to like come around anymore and i'm like um <laughs> We're just not well, gonna go there. See. Um, <laughs> We're just not gonna go there. <laughs> Don't worry yeah. about that. Yeah, for me, it has to be very serious, yeah. or or I think it's going to be serious, or we are in a committed relationship because, especially now, the fact that I am almost twenty seven, like I'm not playing games, and I'm not going to introduce you to my family if you know. I, I feel like if I were if I were dating, like I wouldn't want to introduce you to my family if I didn't see okay, it going like, somewhere. Even just friends, like how many how many guys have you met that I have dated? You met the doctor. Well, if we're not it? counting high school, then just one. That's it. Wow. Yeah, because you never met college boy. That's your biggest regret in life. Um, it's never me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm probably gonna die with that one. It's fine. Trust me, it was so painful. The fact that like you never met college boy and my best friend from college caitlin never met the doctor and so I together we them. are the we are the perfect friend because we've met both <laughs> i was i'm the only person who met both of them and i was like i can't live with this somebody else needs to meet this other person whether that's caitlin or you i don't know like it needed to happen so i could stop living in this misery and now you just need to meet yeah you never met anybody else which is probably a good thing honestly because they weren't that great i still think it'd be entertaining if you met the actor um still think that would be hysterical um yes i would really like to <laughs> i feel like i'm going to i mean <laughs> in this Sorry, man. i think i'm in like rare form tonight <laughs> um <laughs> i was like yes i'd really like to like that was so unenthusiastic <laughs> He's in the film, so, like, I'm going to have to meet him, whether or not he wants to or not. He's probably going to think I'm so annoying. (laughs) Actually, probably vice versa, because he sounds like he's actually maybe crazy. Well, like, he's a Scorpio. No, 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 no. He's a Scorpio. You're a Scorpio moon, and he's an Aries rising, and you're an Aries sun, so. (gasps) Maybe we're, like, going to be best friends. Oh, God. (laughs) Probably not. One else gonna hate the other person, and it's probably gonna be him. I think you're gonna hate him because <laughs> you know how I like you know how I am when I'm like drunk and like cracked out. Basically, like yeah, sometimes I just have to walk away. <laughs> that's, that's him sober. Oh god, I'm gonna have to be like really I, bad. Hannah's gonna have to come out in order to like probably. Please don't get drunk on my set. <laughs> oh no 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 not. <laughs> Bitch, I ain't gonna be on your set. I gotta work. <laughs> We're recording I'll be on the weekend. We're recording on the weekend. You like nine to five on the weekend. Um, <laughs> I won't get drunk on your set. Why would I get drunk on your set? I would make. An, I would make. Literally, I'd be the only one. <laughs> that would be an issue. <laughs> that would be an issue that I need I'm to get help for. To be serious and like direct. <laughs> I'm like over here, like singing in my head. Ariana Grande just gotta set the mood, guys. Gotta set the mood. Why mood? We're fighting. Yeah, but because Olivia, because Olivia made up this person in my head. You want me to write you a theme song? Call security. You can call it in my head, not Ariana's version, but like. 
I'm going to call security and have you escorted off the premises. I can just zoom in. That'd be more fun. <laughs> you could just you could just mute me. <laughs> anyways, um, anyways, we digress. Back hopefully to what he'll we were come on. Some, about. Hopefully he'll come on here sometime for like press or whatever um, for the film. So yes. Anyways, um, yeah. So you met the doctor. You were there the night we met. But after that, I kind of introduced him to like my other friends before you and that wasn't really on purpose because he had gone to like a film gala event with me where he met some of my film friends and then I had a night where he and then I met his friends and then I had a night where he met you and this girl I used to be friends with uh and y'all kind of like hit it off and everything like that I kind of like waited a little bit I I, like I waited like two months almost I think do you think like deep down you were nervous for what like my opinion no i was more nervous that he wasn't gonna like y'all i I knew y'all would get i knew you would like him i wasn't worried about that yeah i was more worried that he was not gonna like my friends or that he would think my friends were annoying gotcha that's what i was worried about because my friends are an extension of me and i know you you're not gonna say your true thoughts about the person i'm dating until after we break up yeah, because that's how that's how we are. We will su- we're going to support each other until the end. And then once that decision's been made and the other person has accepted the true thoughts, then that's when we're like, hey, by the way. <laughs> by the way, they sucked ass. By the way, you're so much better without that person. <laughs> would um, never would never have like tried to like, you know. What were your first impressions of the doctor, though? Do you, re- um, do you recall? Okay. Yeah. He was really interested in the fact that I was a speech therapist. He seemed like a nice dude. Yes. Um, That's I think debatable, I said he was but yes. Attra- I think I said he was attractive. Yes. That was also and alcohol. Then, oh, yeah. Absolutely. 110%. He's definitely not my type at all. No. I don't have no, a type. Not, he's not my type either. He's not your type either. <laughs> so I'm not exactly sure what happened. <laughs> don't know either. Have no. have absolutely no idea. We had to... I don't even think I was drinking that much. Anyways. Oh, no. I was totally sober the night I met him. Completely yeah, sober. I think, I think, like I've said in the podcast before, I think you were infatuated with the story. Idea. idea. The story. You okay. know, the the boy leaves the scene and comes back and rushes to get the girl. Like, that is very, like... Which I did not write that into the film, also. That's very true. It's not in the film. That's very true. But... It took up too like much time. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. But that's not something that always happens, you know? Yeah. So I feel like that's like, that was kind of like a... um, It was very much like a rom-com kind of moment. Yeah. It it felt very like the stars aligned. Everything fell into place. That is Mm -hmm. my issue right there with guys that I date. I notice I always look for the like the movie moments in my love life and that's what makes me fall for somebody if i don't have i don't feel like i'm in a nicholas sparks film um i'm not into you i need to feel like i am constantly in a nicholas sparks film without the death so passing out in an old navy dressing room is not nicholas sparks no that's an amy schumer movie I'm glad honestly freaking love her she falls off the bike i fall in the old navy like we're basically the same person <laughs> meanwhile i'm over here like 
falling in you're love like, like with my like, best oh my friend gosh. in college um you know a guy leaves me at a bar comes back gives me his number um I meet a guy in a in a in a, in a scene I don't know I don't know how to romanticize the actor I did, I did I did romanticize about my current boyfriend like somehow we would end up like I always thought I would marry him but I was like well I guess I'm just gonna have to accept the fact that I'm not so I kind of like I romanticized him Mm-hmm. But then I forgot about him because I was like, okay, well, got to accept the fact that this is never happening. So. I will say that when y'all started dating again, he really, when he wanted to meet me again, he was like, you said like he wanted to like really win me over or like reintroduce himself to me. Yes. He said he wanted to reintroduce himself to you because he knew you were an important person in my life. And I wanted him to meet my friends first. So like he met you, um, he met Mary and Tori he met Ashton. I wanted him to meet like the people that really were close to me. Mm-hmm. And so, it, cause it was important to me, mm-hmm. um, what they, what you guys all thought. And I, I mean, that's not, not going to make or break. Like I'm a very stubborn person when it comes to dating and I have to figure it out myself. Mm-hmm. So like in my previous relationship, like I had most of, most all of my friends liked my ex, but my parents didn't. So there mm-hmm. was kind of that um, level of awkwardness because I was mm-hmm. trying to honestly, I was trying to just make it work to just show them that he was, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, prove them wrong. Kind of thing. I was trying to make it. I was putting so much emphasis on this, like it must work out because they doubted it. You know? Yeah. So yeah, no, I get that. I trust me, I get that. I'm that way with my career. Um, mm-hmm. it doesn't work guys. Don't, don't do that. Don't try it at home. But <laughs> I wasn't, my, I don't know. My parents never disapproved of anybody I dated. They were never impressed. By anybody I dated. I, and I feel like, I feel like they that was like, it too. Um, like my parents like, you are can do better. <laughs> my parents are so kind. Like they will accept you and like, that was never the issue. I think it was just the fact that I was so back and forth with the relationship and mm-hmm. they didn't think that we like meshed. Like mm-hmm. we didn't have necessarily like the same goals. So I think it was hard for them to see that mm-hmm. because they, they just felt like it was a little off and mm-hmm. they were right. It just took me a while to figure it out. You know who the person I'm most nervous to meet the person I date? They, she has never met a person I dated. I don't think ever. Mm. My Nana. Your Nana. She has never met a single guy I've ever dated. That is the one I am most nervous for for anybody. Because not that she's judgmental, but she knows everything. And like I tell her everything. And so I'm interested to see whenever yeah. she finally gets to, to meet the person that I'm dating. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like with friends, I'm more willing to... I was... Well... I feel like I'm, I'm talking like I'm dating. I was more willing to introduce a guy that I was like seriously talking to, mm-hmm. but family, it's always, it's only been like mm-hmm. a serious relationship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. minus high school. But we just said that high school doesn't count. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like only serious people that I was actually dating that we were boyfriend and girlfriend, the label, the commitment, everything. Those were the people. So that is literally two people. Yeah, I have met every guy I've dated. I've always met their friends, though. Um, even if they haven't met all of my best friends, Same. like you haven't. Um, I met the musician. I met his friends one night. And that's the thing. I am great 
I am great with friends. I, I am terrific. They love me. I remember the doctor had two other friends that were also named Emily. We wanted to start a cult, um, a coven, actually. We wanted to start a coven together. Um, one of us was also a redhead as well, too. We were, we, I missed them. I do. And they were nice. <laughs> um, and that's the thing. That is the thing. When you meet, when you date somebody and you meet their friends and their family too, like, and you have to break up, you're breaking up with the friends and the family. And sometimes that's really hard. I've never gotten to the family part um, unless it's high school. It sucks. But, oh God, breaking up with the friends is always hard. And then the musician, uh, I got along with his friends really well. You were actually mutual friends with one of them. And mm-hmm. he's actually listened to this podcast. He left a review once. But yeah, like I met his friends. I know all of the actors' friends. Like, good Lord, it's embarrassing. Like, <laughs> we have so many mutual friends. So, but he, yeah, he, none of them have ever really met you. You're exclusive. It's because I'm a they all know. A, they all know you, though. Like, every first date, I think I mention you <laughs> Listen, I mean, how could you not? Oh how do you? God. I mean, I'm basically the diamond here. Oh, the kidding. thing is, I date a lot of music. I'm just ignoring everything you just said. I date a lot of musicians, and I and what ends up coming up is, oh, my best friend is also a musician, Hannah, and they're like, I'm like, here, here's her spot. Like, oh I'm my god! <laughs> here, let me show you. Let me show her. Let me show I you her cover she posted you four years ago. On dates. I, you let should me, be thanking me. Thank you. Maybe I'll get a subscriber <laughs> or listener. Except for the last thing I posted was like forty years ago, so probably not. I'm probably like, ew, this bitch. She can't sing. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I'm over here bragging about Hannah on all my first dates. It's fine. So yeah, you're you always come up in topic of conversation. I've realized even with the actor, wow. film boy, um, the musician. I remember the musician when I showed him your music. He was like, "Wow, I'm so glad I had to pretend." like she was good she's actually really good wow thanks dude and guess what you ain't (laughs) i'm just kidding that was really rude i'm real picky with who i like though so yeah 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 that's probably a flaw of mine i think the thing that just oh my i'm just bulldozing past everything you're saying because you are a creature tonight i think the one thing that's helped me when meeting um my significant other's friends is that i am not shy never really have been a shy person i make friends very easily but i think the one thing i always try to remember is that like i don't want to be holding on to them like a like a lost puppy the whole night like a little child i don't want to be following them around all the time like what (laughs) you were literally describing me like we went over to my boyfriend's friend's house to hang out and i was like clung to his arm i was so nervous i didn't know anybody and my boyfriend is not the best at introducing me so i have learned that it is important to introduce yourself and not wait for your person to do the introducing for you because likely it's not gonna happen yeah um well i mean depending on who you're dating I guess. Well, true, true. But like, I just feel like sometimes it's just like, even like when I've met some of your friends, like you're pretty good about it. But like sometimes like you, you get, you get talk, you get to talking, you're talking about conversation and then I'm, and then, you know, you're just kind of like the other person's like standing there. It's like, "Eh." yeah, I think like what, like 
with me, like, and what what it's been, I've been in the guest shoes. Like, it's usually the general, like, hey, I get right, Emily, everybody, everybody, Emily, kind of thing. And then it just disperses from there. I try to be good about it because I'll notice, like, I have a lot of group. I have a lot of friends that are not like in from the same group. Um, I have like different, mm-hmm. like a diverse group of friends that come from like all over and so whenever we get together i'll notice that like me and my film friends will get together and then i have like photography or like other friends or like work friends that are over to the side i'm like i try to like include them into the conversation and everything like that um i try try to be a good mediator but yeah i i usually i'm always like it's like the group like emily the group group emily kind of thing Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i'm always bad like the first time meeting just because like I I think I have some sort of like social anxiety not really because I'm a very like sociable person but like I have anxiety around the like first meeting of of anything whether mm-hmm. that's like g- like going to my new doctor like made me nervous going mm-hmm. to like work in a new place was but yeah like the newness of things makes me nervous but like with that same group of people we were hanging out with, like the next time we went over, like I was able to like go off and talk to the girls and like do my own thing, like have a conversation with people without like need, like me and Blaine were separate for like the majority of the night. So like, Mm -hmm. it's just that like first thing, but I think Mm -hmm. it's important to like try to take initiative if it's not been taken for you to just like put yourself out there and like get to know people. Mm -hmm. So, but like going off of that, I think like, I feel like you're really good about this, Emily, but like you like make an effort to get to know them. So like, instead of just asking those like surface level questions, like you try and find that like commonality between you and the person that you're meeting. And then like, I mean, like the fact that you and that girl had the same name and you were going to make a coven about like, you just kind of like found something and then makeup that becomes the common topic because that's what usually the girls are always like, Oh my God, I love your makeup. I'm like, thanks. I do makeup for a living. They're like, Oh my God. like, can you teach me? I'm like, no. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's usually not an issue for me. Um, I'm trying to think. Usually it, what it comes down to is that, uh, we all just gang up on the guy that I'm dating and start cracking jokes on him. Um, and that is that our is commonality. That is love language too. So. <laughs> that is what it comes down to. Um, or like film. You, I mean, that's the thing. Like most of the guys that I date, we have a lot in common already that their friends also have a lot in common like that um but the one thing that i always hate like i i I hate it whenever the girls or whomever i'm dating their friends are like oh my god we've heard so much about you i'm like what the fuck have you heard (laughs) yeah like what have you heard like yeah like um, what Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, still don't know to this day what they've heard. Um, have no idea. Can never tell you. Uh, <laughs> but I think also like I I never get really on my phone when I'm trying. Like whenever I'm around people in general, but like especially when I'm dating somebody, I will usually put my phone on like on do not disturb. Um, and you always know like when I'm going over to a guy's house, anyways. Mm-hmm. So you usually know that like you text them before. Like I know you're over at so and so's place. Like so like. If you don't reply, it's fine, but and you'll just text me or whatever. I try to do that as well when I'm with their friends. I mean, it's very easy to see them, like, trying to start talking to each other and, like, you feel, like, out of place and everything. It's very easy for you to want to 
kind of just resort to like be on your phone or something like that but i always encourage you to not and like ask questions like it's totally fine like if they're joking about something and you're confused like ask them like questions like, like what like what's going on like or like you want to hear funny stories like whatever like it's totally fine to ask those kind of things and i think that you'll know that if they like you when they start trying to like include you or like they automatically just fill you in like oh yeah like so like this is what we're talking about kind of thing um i think those oh, are always yeah. good like, signs like my my boyfriend would always like turn to me and be like like fill me in on like what they were talking about or like explain the story or like do what do whatever so you kind of like I don't know, like just power through it, <laughs> even if yeah. you feel uncomfortable, because I feel like if you get on your phone, like that comes across as like, you're not, you're like disinterested. Like you're maybe like, they might take it as like rude, especially if no one else is on their phone and everyone's like mm-hmm. engaged in conversation. Now, mm-hmm. Everyone in the room is on their phone. Then that's a little awkward anyways. And like, what are we even doing here? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So mm-hmm. I always... I, the people that, the people that I love the most usually, like when it comes to meeting like my guys, the guy I'm dating like friends, it's usually their guy friends, girlfriends. Those are the girls that yep. I love. Those are the girls that we all, I always get along with because I'm like, we're, we're on the same side here. Like we're both outsiders. We're both girls. So we just, you know, bond very well together. Um, and I've never really had problems. I know like a lot of girls are usually like always afraid of like, if a guy has a lot of girlfriends, I've never really been threatened or like worried about them. Um, because one, I mean, like, look at me too. Um, <laughs> like usually and now we're barreling through what you're saying. Let's just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, like usually like they're, the girls are super nice and approachable. They're like more like the bruh kind of girls. Um, Okay, okay. So, like, we just vibe, and they usually hate the guy anyways, and so they're like, hey, do you want to get out of here, like, go paint our nails or do watch a movie or something like that? Like, they want to be my friend more than they want to be his friend. Um, mm-hmm. That's why I was so upset when I had to leave those Emily's. Like, I love them. Like, they were just like that. I know, that's bummy. Yeah. I don't really feel like I've ever dated a guy that has had a lot of friends that were girls. Most of the time, the girls in the group are dating another friend every guy i've dated has had a lot of girlfriends but i also date men in the arts true so that's the majority of the yes. arts yes yeah, especially so. when you're an actor and when you are a musician um also the true. doctor um the doctor his roommate was a lesbian his was, he lived with a lesbian and a gay guy so um there's a lot of women always over there and I was mm-hmm. fine with it. Didn't mind it at all. They were all chill and they all loved me. And there you have it. So another thing I think that's important is like one, accepting that you're not going to be the center of attention and that you're not going to be invited to everything mm-hmm. because sometimes that's like a hard thing when you like really want to get to know their friends or you want to get to know their family. Like, like he's the going best out with way. his, like he's going out with his friends and they're having like, yeah, the yeah, like that. Gotcha. yeah. So, or like everyone's getting together and you don't, you might not always be invited and it's important mm-hmm. to remember that they also need alone time with their friends and family because you want to have like they want you want them to have their own space because you want to be able to have your own space and not feel mm-hmm. like they always have to be invited and included. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's a little bit different as things become more serious and like you go to like if you guys decide to do like holidays, which we might talk about later, but like if you decide to do that, then that might there might be like some sort of plan that's discussed. But mm-hmm. for the most part, like not getting your feelings hurt if you're not always invited to hang out with them and their friends. 
um, because you have to remember that they were friends with them before you guys started dating. So, yeah. (laughs) That's all I got on that one. (laughs) Just like, you know, just like remembering that. And then also go for it. I was going to say, I think also like if you are meeting them like at a bar, because like you met the doctor at at a bar. We all mm-hmm. went out that night. Um, and when you are the guest of honor, um, making sure you're not the one getting too drunk. Um, because, like, it's fine to get like have a couple of drinks, like, to take the edge off and everything like that. But making sure you're not getting sloppy because, like, first impressions. And, like, that's just me. That's just, like, my code. Like, I just don't want to, like, not be in control of the situation. Like, I want to make sure these people have a good first impression of me. And so they're not going to go back and talk shit to the guy I'm dating. Mm-hmm. Um and, like, I just try to impress them the best I can. Like, I'm not saying like, you had to fucking buy everybody shots or anything like that. Like, don't spend all your money um, on temporary people. But, like, I think just, like, you know, making sure that, like, you know, you're still having fun. Like, you can loosen up a little bit, but, like, you're not being sloppy. And, like, you actually, like, say something you might regret or tell, like, an embarrassing story about the person or whatever it may be. Yeah, definitely. I I try not to um, <laughs> drink a lot if it's, like, first time meeting people just because I'm, like, you know, like... I just want to, I'd rather be, have my guard up a little bit. Another thing I think is, and I guess this kind of depends on like how serious you and your person are, um, but it's to just like show those people like how much you care about them and like how much you love them, whether that's through like how you talk about them, like being very genuine or like how you like your physical mm-hmm. chemistry just like i think the i think that people want the best for their friends yeah and so as long as you're like showing that side and that you actually care about them and support them and love them and you're like you're coming from a place of like goodness and love then like i think that they're going to give you the benefit of the doubt so so that leads me to question do okay, you show it. do you do you i'm asking you do you me? show okay. pda in front of their friends like when like your first meeting or whatever yes like hand holding, kissing, like what extents do you go to? Um, well, I'm trying to think. Cause like I, like I'm, <laughs> I'm iffy with PDA. Like I, okay, so I used to be iffy with PDA. 100%. I think, like, I think if I am 100% know where I stand with you and we are a couple, I'm fine with it. I'm fine. It's the gray area where we're still talking and dating. I'm like, like, are you cool with this? Like, I don't know yet. Like, we're still brand new. I, kind of thing. I am. More willing to do PDA in front of friends than family. 100%. Like I, I feel more awkward. Not so much now because I've been dating him for a while, but like I would feel more awkward like kissing him in front of fam- like his family or my family mm-hmm. versus like you or like mm-hmm. my other friends. Like mm-hmm. that doesn't really bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when I met his friends for the first time, well, his best friend I've known so that was just kind of like sort of similar to you, like more of like a reintroduction. Mm-hmm. Um, my boyfriend is just a physical touch person anyway. So mm-hmm. I kind of just have to, had to accept that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I met his other friends for the first time, I was nervous and that was comforting for me was to like be yeah. close to him and like hold his hand. I think um, when you can find out their love language, it's really easy to know um, because mm-hmm. I know with the doctor, he definitely was physical touch. And so I felt more comfortable like doing it around him and his friends because i remember we went over to their friend's house and like there's a lot of couples there like all them like were holding hands and everything like that and then like we were all sitting in the living room and i remember like at one point he like just laid his head like in my lap 
and like just i like like ran my fingers like through his hair and everything like that and i was like oh so like this is fine like this is cool like i can be touchy i can be lovey dovey like in front of like his friends and it's not a big deal because i know some guys like don't like that they're not into it but yeah and I feel, it was reassuring I feel like, when he did that like he took the first step of doing that yeah i was gonna say i feel like a lot of times you can kind of catch the vibe from like who you're with and like how they kind of like if they initiate like if you're not sure let them initiate and then you yeah. can kind of just like go off of that um but if you're if you're pretty sure that you know they enjoy physical touch or that's like their love language or that makes them feel comforted then like go for it um you know but what I think, sucks is when what? you realize that like i'm not a physical touch person but i don't like it when i date somebody who also doesn't like physical touch because we just never touch yeah, I think I'm way more of a physical touch person than I thought I was. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not like high on my list. It's definitely not my number one or not my number two. Um, but yeah, it's weird when you don't date somebody who's not a physical touch person and you're both mm-hmm. just like you're sitting on the opposite side. <laughs> the opposite sides of the couch. I'm just mm-hmm. picturing like mm-hmm. a first date like mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. at their like a uh, like a house with like multiple roommates and you're just like chilling on opposite sides of the couch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much me and the actor all the time. I was going to say, um, <laughs> that sounds familiar. <laughs> Pretty much. But yeah, so like what? Okay. So like we've met, we've met. Yes. Everyone's met everyone. Yes. What? I've had a lot of experience with that, that like they don't like your significant other or so, they don't like the person okay. you're dating. So like. I'm the best friend and I don't like whoever this person's dating. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Doesn't that suck? So I just like kept my mouth shut for years. Um, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> and I was like, God, I fucking hate this dude. <laughs> like, Oh, man. I'm bored. He brought me a watermelon to my I will never forget that. That was his way of trying to impress me as a friend. Like, okay, rule number 17. That should have been my, that should have been my red flag. Rule number 17, don't bring a fucking watermelon to somebody's birthday. as like their gift. As you're really trying to impress them. A, a whole, whole ass watermelon. Ass watermelon. Not vodka. Do, do not a vodka even, watermelon. No. Do you we should like watermelon? No, I don't. When the fuck have you ever seen me eat watermelon? Like, it's, it's delightful. But like I'm not like over here like, like mm, watermelon. I feel like this was, it was a also joke my or something. Tw- it was also my 21st birthday, so I expected like a watermelon like with a vodka handle in it or something like that. Nope, just a straight ass watermelon. Well, we both were underage, so we couldn't. Have. No, it was my 20. 20- oh yeah, y'all were both underage. We also, like, bitch, it's my 21st we birthday. <laughs> no, we were. Remember, we were the chauffeurs. Yes, I yes. washed your dishes. Yes, but like. Time. I- like, when the fuck have you, do you ever recall me being, like, getting a whole ass watermelon and being like, mmm, yum. <laughs> Never. I'm not I've a watermelon fanatic yet. or anything like that. I'm not. Like, it smells great. Love the smell of it. Love the scent of it. Um, watermelon's okay. Like, I'm not, it's not my favorite fruit um, by any means. It's grapes. But, know. you know, here we are. I know. If you got me grapes, it would have been a different story. <laughs> Lord help him. <laughs> I'm more of a vegetable person, to be completely honest. (laughs) (laughs) Just rolls up with a whole ass kettle of broccoli, head of cabbage. (laughs) Ew. I don't like cabbage. No. Just rolls up with some green beans. Now that, that would have been a different story. That would have been it. Or that or cucumbers. Mm, Yes. 
Yes, that would have been mm-hmm. a fun time. Yes, would have gladly turned that um, into cucumber water and had a great night. Yeah. <laughs> Probably wouldn't yeah. have gotten so drunk because I would have been so hydrated. Lord help us. Now I want cucumber water, damn it. <laughs> I think ultimately it just, like, it sucks because you want you want your friends and you want your family to like the person that you're dating. Everybody wants that. Yeah. But I think sometimes, like, like, for example, like if a person doesn't like who you're dating, there's probably like some red flags that you're just not seeing because you're just too close to the situation. And yeah. sometimes like an outside perspective is like nice because that's like somebody who's not close to it, who can see those flags. But also at the same time, it might not be what you want in that moment. So like gauging how to respond to that is like kind of up to you. I, I think, think like... Go for with it. you like with you and that dude like at the beginning like it was fine like i didn't it, i didn't hate him like to begin with i was just like okay this is interesting we'll see all right i'll see where this mm-hmm. goes it's not what i pictured at all that she would be into but okay we'll just we'll just see where it goes and he was fun at first and everything like that and i didn't mind it and i was like okay like i can see i can see like why she would be attracted to him because he was funny and certain things like that yeah but then as it got as like we got like you got into the relationship and i noticed like some i noticed some red flags i was just like does she not does she not see that i'm confused yeah that's not that like blinded by love yeah because i was was like i "I see definitely a thing i was like i see the manipulation i see the promise the empty promises does she not see that kind of stuff and like i was just like i would bring it to your attention but i'm like it's ultimately your decision. Like, I'm not going to make the decision for you. This is just what I see because you are you would ask me for my opinion. And I, I would never give my opinion unsolicited. It was only when, like, you ever you asked for it. Right, right. And I was like, do you want to know my truth or do you want to hear, like, the nice Yeah, do version? you want the lie or the truth? What Which do you one want? do you want? <laughs> um, and you were like, the truth. I'm like, he sucks. <laughs> In, like, the nicest way that you could possibly say. Like, I just don't feel I just like... Don't, I just don't feel like you guys vibe. Um, like, I just feel like I feel you're, like you're on a different happy. level. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. um, I never see you. Um, yeah, I, like, never saw you. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. That's when people were like, do you like Hannah's new boyfriend? I was like, yeah, I get to fucking see her. <laughs> true, true. But I think... Like, and like, but you knew you weren't going to be able to change my mind. And I think that's, yeah, like I was like, she's going to learn us the hard way. But some, I was like, yeah. after the third time y'all broke up, I was like, if she goes back to him, I'm going to have to slit her tires. Like, that's going to be the thing I have to <laughs> Only do. Only three. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to do something to, like, just to prevent this from happening. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I was like, this can't think, happen again. Yeah. yeah, I know. Well, if you're like me and you're stubborn, like, your friends are going to. Unless it's like a toxic, crazy like relationship, your friends are gonna support you. Yeah, like I the was, final decision is up to you, and they're going like if they love you and they care about you, they just want you ultimately to be happy. So if if that person makes you happy, then by all means, we will suck it up and support you. Yeah. Unless it's like you know, like something that is gonna hurt you. Yeah, because I think like if you because y'all broke up a little bit after my birthday, I feel like mm-hmm. was that right? Yeah, yeah, and I it think- was like. Yeah. I think if you hadn't, I was probably going to say something because I didn't like the way he was treating you 
around my like when we went somewhere for my birthday I, I i noticed how he was treating you and i didn't like it i was like um please don't talk to my best friend that way or like mm-hmm. the way he was just treating you i was like if she like doesn't do something soon i'm gonna have to say something because i'm afraid it's just going to get worse whether yeah. it was like verbally or physically or something like i didn't know what was going to happen because i was like i was like i've seen this before firsthand from my relationships where i dated mm-hmm. somebody who was like that and i was like i know where this leads and yeah. i'm like i was like um if she doesn't do something soon i'm going to have to intervene and i never would really intervene in those scenarios yeah so like i think i think a lot of times like when you start to date someone and people don't maybe like them like you think they're like everything that you want but they might not be exactly like what you need and I think other people that that have been around you and know you can see that Mm -hmm. and it's something that I couldn't see like Mm -hmm. because I was I was stubborn I wanted it to work out like we've been through so many trials and tribulations and I was like we've got to make this work but then ultimately like I started to kind of like take a step back Mm -hmm. And then I started to see what everyone else was seeing. Mm -hmm. And so that, I mean, I stuck it out for a very long time. Um, So I think, I think too, it's important to know, like, if you choose to like, okay, let's say, for example, no one likes this person that you're dating. Like literally no one, zero people like this person. I mean, that was the college boy. That was the college boy. No one fucking liked him. (laughs) So you can do the whole like us against the world bit. That's what I tried. It's such a lonely place. Absolutely. Because you're going to like, if you decide to like leave all of these people behind, like that sucks. And in my opinion, like I would never want to be with someone that I can't share like all the parts of my life with. Yeah. Like, because like what happens when you fight with this person? Like who are you going to go to? (laughs) Because if you go to those people and you say like so-and-so got a fight, they're just going to think like, well, I told you so. Like I told you so. Yeah. So like you're not going to have that support. And like I like I want someone who's going to like embrace all of me. Yeah. Like and I that's very important to me. And so I was I didn't have that with my previous relationship. I embraced all of him, but he didn't embrace all of me. And that was not okay for me. And it's important to identify the friends who genuinely are like on the edge of like trying like they are looking out for you. They have the best interest for you and they are just making sure that you were completely okay. And like, they just are like, you know, Hey, like, like, can you just like, not like they disapprove of the relationship because they're worried about your safety and like all that kind of stuff versus the people who don't like the person you're dating because of some of their own insecurities. Because mm-hmm. I have had friends that don't like the guy that I'm cur- like the guy that I'm dating and they are like, well, well, you should, you can do better. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, the reason you're giving me is because you're just, you just, are insecure with your own things and like Mm -hmm. you're trying to project that onto me they were like well like you know you don't need to go back to him like he was just really bad for you i'm like you didn't fucking know him like you never met him like how can you say that he was bad for me when i never told you because i talked to you yeah like just because i talked to you about something that happened doesn't mean like one scenario doesn't mean he's a bad mm -hmm. person they're like you should just date like you should just date a completely different type of person you should just date like you know a different type and i'm like no, like you're not hearing me. You're not hearing me. That's not the issue here. I am coming to you because I need someone to talk to about this. And I agree. You have some friends that you're like, well, if you're talking shit about somebody, like I'm naturally going to be on team you. And like, no, like you're, I need you to be a third eye kind of person. Like a, not like you're my friend, not like you're defending them, not devil's advocate. Like you're a third, like a third person 
looking at this in an omniscient point of view kind of thing. Yeah. I'm not asking you to pick my side. I'm asking you to pick their side. Like, I'm just coming to you with this issue. I don't know. I just want your opinion if you were in these shoes and not asking you to project your own insecurities onto the situation. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Because I had dated Like, I need, like, you need a fresh outside perspective. Like, I don't want you to pick sides. Like, no bias. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So, we've introduced everyone. We've talked about how to win people over. We've talked about if they don't like you, basically, you can't change their mind. Yeah. Or maybe you can. Most of the time, you can't. I want to go question. into it, like, hoping that you can change their mind. Like, I think you, you I never I never... Can... Well, I used to. Now, no. No. Yeah. You just... Sometimes you just can't. You just can't. And do you really want to? That's kind of... That's another thing to think about. Last thing. I actually can't speak to this. I don't know if you can. Bringing people home for the holidays. Oh, I cannot opinion? speak to this. No, okay. my my family Wonderful. my family has never met. Like I said, a single person I've ever dated. Um, especially my extended family. They're not until you say you say until you're engaged. Not until like we have a marriage license. Oh, okay. <laughs> like okay. they're gonna be, they're gonna meet him at the wedding. <laughs> yeah, my my rule is engagement, and here's why. One. They can't run away. Well, technically, <laughs> technically. I guess te- technically, <laughs> technically, they can still run. With a prenuptial agreement, a marriage license, it's going to be a little bit trickier. See, but I want, but I want my family to at least know the person that I'm marrying. See, I don't give a fuck. My <laughs> uh, my my dad's side of the family, I don't give a fuck if they told me the person. My mom's see, I, side, it's a different story. My dad's side, no, nah, I don't. I couldn't give a shit if they see, had never I, met the I person. Like, dating. I like all of the sides of my family. So that's great. Lucky you. So. So I want a ring on my finger just because also that's just kind of how my family is. That's just kind of like how it's been in the past. And second, there are so many families to go to for holidays. I'm not choosing between my family and his family before marriage. Not happening. Or before engagement, I guess. Not happening. I am not going to miss my family's thanksgiving for his family's thanksgiving while we're just dating this is how it's dis- never gonna happen this it's is how disconnected happen. i am with the, my dad's side of the family okay so like my mom's side of family like we're not cl- like close close but like we close like we follow each other on social media like i love everybody on my mom's side of the family i'm not dissing my dad's side of the family i kind of am but they don't listen to this fucking podcast so i don't give a damn this is how disconnected i am from my dad's side of the family i did not know that uh my cousin my dad's brother's son not only i did not know that he did not have that he had a girlfriend for one until last year at christmas eve i did not know that they were engaged to be married and that she also had a child and was um on the way with said child with him found that all out on christmas eve and that is on holidays and families Hence so why, just remember, just remember why, what you're getting into. Hence why <laughs> that side of the family ain't me anybody. Like, trust me, if they met the doctor, the, the doctor would have walked out. I will just say that. He would have gotten to a fight with everybody on that side of the family. Me and him both would have just left. That's all. That's all. That's what I will say because that's what happens with me every year. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think too, like, everyone's family is different. Like, everyone's family's dynamic is different. Like, some, some people take their boyfriend to Thanksgiving and Christmas and, like, it's great. And I'm just tired of people fucking I'm just, asking me about if I have a boyfriend at Christmas. And I'm like, Aww. no. That makes no. me think. 
That makes me it's think not a my... sad thing. I don't give a fuck. I'm just oh, like, was, no. <laughs> my my thought was sad. My my great grandpa he used to um, ask us every time we would go, like if we had a boyfriend. Oh no! See, they don't ask me because yeah. they care. Well, they're uh, he's not he's not alive nosy. anymore, but oh. Oh, that was like his rip. thing. So I know he was the best. But it was just like that was his thing. So um, I'm sure he asked because he cared. Um, my family just it asked because they're it fucking was nosy. His, it was just it was his way of picking on us, but. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that was always a fun, a fun conversation. But I, I, got, called yeah, an, for me, I got called an old maid um, from uh, a relative of mine um, because I'm 27 and still single. Um, so that's my family dynamic for you. Well, just remember, not everyone's on the same track and um, <laughs> it's going to be fine. And you're not an old maid. I know I'm not. So that makes me think of that card game. Did you ever that play woman, that card game? That woman, the woman has said that to me is like 95 years old, been married oh, three times, been married three times, never worked a day in her life. I swear to God, I think she's killed all her husbands too because they've all died. <laughs> <laughs> she's a widow. Like It's not divorced. They've all died on her. I think she killed them and that's why she's a millionaire. That's my family, y'all. <laughs> wow. So Emily's not bringing anyone home. I'm not bringing anyone home. I can tell you so many fucking stories about my family. Like, it is the weirdest fucking shit. Like, I swear to God, my family, I have so many stories. I I have a cousin who's a twin. I didn't know he was a twin until I was, like, in high school. Um, I thought it was the same person all my life. where was the other one? Oh. They were never in the same room together. (laughs) I don't know hannah i don't know literally my <laughs> this guy trap. devin this guy devin came up to me he's like i know your cousin billy i'm like i don't have a cousin billy <laughs> it's just adam <laughs> turns out adam was a twin oh, <laughs> who's, who's billy? <laughs> and then um adam won the lottery so i had a cousin who's a millionaire let's see that's that's, like, <laughs> that's a lot to that's a lot to digest here holy cow Man, they could have like got you with some like ghost shit. Oh, they could have like, they could have really had fun with that. Mm, they missed out. They missed out. That's for sure. Oh God. Yeah. 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 So. So yeah. Back, back to the holidays. Um, I love my boyfriend, but we just we're not going to be doing that until. And he like, I have a weird situation anyways because he works basically every holiday. Um, so <laughs> yay. Um, yeah. So I just, I think for me, once, once marriage is on the table, then, then he's like my own family. And then that mm-hmm. way we have to kind of like make our own plans. Um, but when you're dating, it's kind of hard, in my opinion, it's kind of hard to tell my family I'm not going to be there because I'm going to, hit, you know what I mean? Just, yeah. it's just, that's just my own personal, yeah. um, thought on it. So, and I love my family gatherings. They're always, <laughs> A hoot so mm-hmm. 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 that's my take on it yeah well so we apologize if that was like all over the place but i feel like that was a fun little episode a long one but yeah it's fun regardless one, you can listen to it on your one. like little drive to grandma's house for thanksgiving <laughs> over the river and through the through woods, the woods. <laughs> <laughs> through the woods you oh saw God, like remember valley American, girl remember those mary kate ashley movies yes <gasps> they need to like be on netflix or something but i want to go watch that now that's what I'm Let's do with think. Thanksgiving. Survival tip. I think in my opinion, don't rush the meeting of friends and fam. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, when it feels right, it feels right. I personally would meet friends before fam just to kind of get a feel. You, you can tell a lot about a person by their friends 
um, oh, yeah. and how their friends respond to you. You are a reflection of the five people you keep closest to you. This is very true. Don't force people to like who you're dating. It's not going to happen. And, you know, take the holidays. If your family disapproves, then they disapprove. It's not their relationship. It's yours. Yes. And take the holidays with a grain of salt. Do do what you please. Yes. Uh, but also maybe don't rush it. So yeah. I don't what know what you, kind of accent that was. I, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> what are you most thankful for this year, Hannah? Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy we're doing this. Oh, dear Jesus Christ. Um, why did I do this? Oh, my goodness. You know, what am I thankful for? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I could list like 40 things. Um, in the midst of COVID-19 and this pandemic, I feel like... I have some really great people in my life, like a very nice core group of friends, coworkers, family, my boyfriend. And especially in this time, like I feel like everyone has gone out of their way to be there for me and support Mm -hmm. me just in just like any, just like in anything, like checking in on me, Mm -hmm. uh, hanging out with me virtually and or in person, um, depending on comfort levels of people. And I just have appreciated it because there's, I feel like it's just been one thing after another and having some sort of consistency in my life has been really nice. So I think for this year, that is probably what I am most grateful for. So what about you, girl? I think I'm really, like some on a similar note, like I'm really thankful for like the support system I've had this year. I'd like to look back on this year. Like it's been like a whirlwind, like I graduated in the middle of a pandemic, but like the most importantly, like I've just noticed like who I've kept by my side. I've mm-hmm. gotten closer to a couple of people and I'm so happy that we're now closer friends and they've been guests on the show. Um, but I've also like lost a couple friends as well too. Um, I lost two best friends this year. Um, but we're I'm doing just fine uh, without them <laughs> in my life. I guess might too. have been a blessing in disguise. Yeah, I like so. I literally like lost two friends and I gained two friends. Honestly, <laughs> like it's it's so God was like, mm, I think I made a mistake. Me me me. <laughs> Rearranging things in my life. Maybe like switch it around real quick. <laughs> um, but I also like thought I was you know gonna be in this great relationship with this one person but instead we are like some of the bestest friends now like i thought i lost this person for my life but he ended up being like a really close friend of mine and we're now working together um so i'm really glad for the people that i have i'm really thankful for the people who have stayed in my life and i have in my life right now um and the support system that i have and i feel like i can lean on the people um there have been some people who have tried to come into my life and ruin things and like not like ruin things like in a like try to take me down or anything like that but they've like tried to stir the pot they've stirred the pot a little (laughs) they've tried to intervene like with my happiness and everything like that but like i think i i just have a solid group of people that i can rely on now who you know they're here for i can tell they're here for a a long run yeah and i and as much as this everything has sucked i think that is like the biggest blessing like yeah that i feel like a lot of people can relate to um is just like somehow it brought people like closer together in a weird way so um so yeah i think that's great yeah i like that we ended on that that was fun (laughs) look at us (laughs) look at us being all thankful and shit (laughs) and so that does it for today's episode of the gals guide make sure to follow us on instagram at the gals guide pod also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, our Patreon, which is also The Gals Guide, 
and on our personal social medias, which will be linked in the show notes. Also, leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help us out, guys. Click those five stars and give us a nice little shout out, and we may shout you out on a future episode and on our Instagram. Yes, and happy Thanksgiving to all of you gals, and thanks for listening, and we hope you come back for our next journey. Gobble, gobble. Wibble, wobble. (laughs) 